Excellent. Let's slap some numbers. This is number 215 of Slappercast, y'all. Good, good, good. good. I've been looking forward to this one in particular. (laughs) All right. Yeah, this is that. This is this is the one. This is the one, kids. This is the one where we talk each and every one of you into uh, something devious. So uh, get a knife and fork. Really? Yeah. Let's go. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Okay. Yeah. So we we, we uh, this week we're talking to the the one the only Chris Steele of Abandon's mm-hmm. Cap House fame, Blackwater Draw fame, and then also next week we're gonna have Turbo and Heidi on, and we're gonna do the the Patty's Day recap. We got just just so much, so much happened, and it was so difficult to to pin down. Uh, you know, just in those moments that we had in the van and whatnot, you know, just so much happening. So we're going to put that together, and yeah, like I said, we 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 brought Chris Steele on immediately because uh, a we got him. You know, it's it's like a uh, how do you hold a moonbeam in your hand? How do you keep a wave upon the sand? How do you solve a problem like Maria? Okay, so. Little uh, sound of music reference there, kids. Alright, you okay? Who's starting off? Okay, someone up here on this side. You guys got the ladies? You got it? Huh? Yeah, I said yeah, that's what you got. Alright, you okay? Are you ready? Here we go. On your mark, get set, drink. There it is. She starts, she begins. <laughs> How are you? How are you, Chris Steele? I'm good. Still recovering. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it takes me. I mean, well, I'm getting older too. The older I get, the uh, longer it takes to recover. But I mean, even 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 when we started, it would take me a you know three or four days. But now it's a good week, week and a half to really get over it. But you don't sleep either. I mean, you get what four or five hours a night tops. No, well, that, yeah, that's like every day. I, I average probably about five or six hours. But Hattie's day. Uh, like the day before, you know, I usually get up early because I got to go pick up like the generator and stuff. So I go pick up all that, take it to the bar, and then they start blocking the street off. So we spend all day setting up, and then that night, you know, we got we got a lot of equipment out there. So I'm not just gonna leave it. So I I end up staying up. I stay at the bar all night, and uh, I don't really sleep because you know it's Patty's day. So I. I'm awake for at least probably at least 48 hours by the time it's all said and done. Hey man, that's gotta do what you gotta do, right? Man, that's that, that's the truth. But I, I tell you something, I, I I really I can't say enough about that's the, the reason why we're doing this today. The reason why we're doing this segment, and 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 Chris, as always, we appreciate your time because uh, you know I I I know what goes into j- just a bar. Forget you know, forget family life and. Uh, brewery and all that stuff. I mean, but just what goes into a bar. I mean, I just, so I, so we, we really appreciate your time, but this Patty's day seemed to be as smooth as I've ever seen you, you guys. I mean, you guys are always smooth. It was all, it's always a well-oiled machine. And this one just seemed to be the best, uh, the best run. Yeah, it was, uh, we got a really good staff there right now. And, uh, we never have enough staff. We we don't have enough people that work there to run St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. So we usually ask people that used to work there and already graduated, moved on to come back and help. And then we usually end up having to hire just like a private security or we ask employees like, hey, you got any friends who want to work for the day? 
and and it all worked out pretty well. I mean, we had three of our old senior bartenders come back and help. Two of them live up in Dallas. One lives, uh, she lives here, but she she's moved on to another career. Uh, but they they came back and helped, and then we actually were were pretty lucky and fortunate to to get some good people to help out uh, that were just friends and roommates of employees. So it worked out, you know, and our, our staff, they work a lot of hours that day. And luckily, you know, our bar, you know, we, we don't, we don't have a lot of problems. I mean, we don't, it's not a rough crowd at all. Like there's never really any problems with the customers. It always works out pretty well. So it's always surprises me because with that day, it is so, busy and there are so many people coming in and out all day and we never had any problems like everybody's just real chill having fun they're just looking to have fun and not you know no riffraff i completely agree and it was it was evident in the um just the 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 smiles i mean from from a.m to a.m i mean it's just non-stop Mm -hmm. they just everybody's happy to be there and it was just the people that made it for breakfast uh just loved it and, and, and could not get enough. They just kept uh, saying what a great time they had had already that day. And last, some of them lasted the, you know, through the, you know, I'll, I'll say the bulk of the night, but it was, it was tremendous. And, you know, yeah, it was, uh, it was, we open it, you know, early, we open at seven in the morning and, you know, we always have people coming in at seven or maybe 10 minutes before this year, the first customers, they started showing up at six fifteen. <laughs> to get their tables. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was pretty. And then, you know, the night before was a huge storm. I, I thought that tent was going to blow down. It was it was really torrential downpour. And the wind was really high. The whole the whole fence took off, like scooted over, and uh, part of it was falling over multiple times. So uh, I was shocked to see people still coming out that early. That was amazing. Yeah. Well, yeah. We, were, we had driven through it going to Longview. We had uh, we played in Longview the night before, and going out there, it was starting to shake. And then once we hit Longview, the storm came down, and we we were inside for uh, you know, to, uh, we, we we again. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, "Well, tomorrow's going to be hell if this, you know, if this." Yeah. But it was a. Uh, but it yeah. worked out, you know. The the yeah. weather, I, you couldn't have asked for for better weather the way you know the way it started the night before and. The, the looming forecast that I've, you know we all watch by the minute leading up to it, and then it, it turned out to be a really beautiful day. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The weather was perfect as far as the weather goes. I, I could not have asked for a better temperature. I, I need I need fifty and below for for what I do. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and I, I was I was lucky enough to to get a throat infection right before right before Longview. I mean, I woke up on on Wednesday, uh, Wednesday morning. I was like, "Oh, that doesn't feel good." And Thursday morning, I couldn't barely talk. So I, it was the I, I had to scream. And we had to play again Saturday as well. We, we, yeah, we I was going to ask you about that. How'd that go? <laughs> I was miserable. It, it, it was really fun. It was actually a really good. And 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 as Murphy's Law would have it, Saturday Saturday night I was still sore. Sunday morning, woke up. I sounded like Barbara Streisand. I mean, it was just every every bit of my voice was back. It was just I was like, "Where the fuck was that?" It was just, no, just I mean, but it's all right. I'm I'm used to sounding like Barbara Streisand. It's just I don't look like her anymore. You know, I'm I'm I'm, I'm, I'm losing the uh, 
I think, but yeah, so, but, but back to, so, so let, let me say, let me ask you this, uh, besides, uh, so, so uh, obviously a success and obviously like within millimeters of breaking records that day, I, I, I had forgotten because I did predict that it was going to break all the records, mm-hmm. but I, I had forgotten that it was Friday and I thought that there would be a, a bigger contingent of, uh, of day, day, you know, workers that would have taken the day off, you know, like, like. It, Ch- Chad, when he had his nine to five job, he would take his team take took Patty's day off just as right. a you know, you know it's a religious holiday. No, yeah, but. it's uh, it always falls, uh, you know. So a majority of our customers are A and M students, yeah, uh, and it always falls during spring break. But it doesn't matter because it's always crazy busy. They still either come back into town for Patty's day or they're still here, um, and then we get a lot of out of towners come. But, yeah, our busiest ever was, you know, six years ago, seven years ago, when it did fall on a Saturday and the weather was perfect, you know, and nobody's working. And this one, you know, we were, yeah, within millimeters, like you said, it was right there, almost, almost matching our busiest ever. You know, and I think with the weather and, and everything, I, I take that as a win. I, I chalk that up as a win because, you know, it, it could have been a lot worse and, you know, if they would have gotten scared away the night before, uh, you know, and, and the fact that they did have to work that day. And, you know, because, I mean, after, you guys know, probably saw it after five o'clock when everybody got off work, it really just blew mm. up. And, yeah. and that usually happens when it falls on a weekday. So, yeah, I'll, I'll chalk that up as a win. I mean, if it had been on a Saturday, we would have blown it out of the water. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. right. That's what I'm thinking. I Nobody has discussed this. You know, we've uh, nobody has discussed. But I'd love to break a little bit of news for uh, for twenty twenty four here today on Slobbercast. I'd like to just kind of invite ourselves back to O'Bannon's for uh, for Saturday. Oh, right. well, so you know, next year is a leap year too. So it's actually Sunday. Sons of oh, bitches! Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. But what what we'll probably do is uh, we'll probably do a Saturday and Sunday event. And do both days. We've done that in the past, and it works yeah. out. It works out pretty well. There was one year, probably a decade ago or so, where we actually did a three-day event. I'll never do that again. That was <laughs> that was that was still gives me nightmares. That one was crazy. Oh wow! The uh, the the leap years and the what is it? The yeah, because you know the the publicans that I've spoken to over the years too have always loved when it falls on the Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday, because it's, it, it, it turns out to be like this big bonus day because mm-hmm. the week, the weekend doesn't just doesn't change. Right. So the, you know, the, so having it on the weekday is actually a, a you know, it, it, it's sometimes a bonus, but for, for your, for your, your event, I just, uh, I, I, I was just blown away. I'm still blown away at the amount of people that travel. And, and, and again, you're right. The weather did scare some people off. We, we you know, mm-hmm. but it was, it was lovely getting phone calls on uh, Sunday and Monday of, of last week asking, Hey, uh, so what about Patty's day next year? Are you, and I was like, cause usually they wait, you know, the, the, t- till like 24 hours before and go, Hey, you're an Irish rock man. Why don't you come play? You know? And yeah. uh, so it was very nice. It was very nice. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. That's uh, uh and did you guys, man, uh, the relay, that team that won. Yes. Uh, uh, th- those guys. So they won. That's their fifth year in a row. 
that they've won. And uh, they don't even live here anymore, but they come back every year just to hold their title. Which and, we, yeah. and for those of y'all watching this podcast who, you know, weren't at our Patty's Day, this is a team of four guys who each drank a pint of Guinness. They combined total of, it was really 17 seconds. But we, you know, they, they, little penalty for spillage here and there, but they got a one second penalty. So 18 seconds was the time for four so, guys total. So, <laughs> That's yeah, so fast. Yeah, we, we were talking about the Guinness relay. That, that that that's the O'Bannon's Guinness relay, and so four guys, seventeen seconds total to finish four pints of Guinness. And again, this is kind of like chugging a milkshake. I mean, this, this is this is not, <laughs> you know, this is not opening your. This is carbonated and thick, and you know, how many ounces? How many ounces? In the, in twenty. In the, in the, twenty. Twenty. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. That was that was that was something to behold. It's just that's that's inhuman. Yeah, we were talking about uh, Hoff. We were talking about Hoff, your former employee, and what a what a uh, legend he was with downing those pines. And then I found when I was editing that show, the last show you were on, I found footage of, of the relay from 2011 where he was uh, competing on the O'Bannon's team, and we still have footage of him knocking one back. And you, and you, you want to stay going? That was that was fast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's he's and, uh, he's on that level. Four seconds. But one of those guys in that team, I think it was in that team that you mentioned. Just it was like over that almost that quickly. It was yeah, like, it, inhuman. It was, it, it was it, insane. It, it, <laughs> it, it looked like if he could if he could have tilted the cup, you know, more, <laughs> he, he could have drank it faster. It, it was it was. It was just gone. Mm-hmm. And it yeah. was just, you know, I, I don't think that you can empty out the contents of that thing as fast as, because he must have sucked it out as well. Anyway, it was, it was, that was legendary. So, uh, yeah, I think, to- that, I think the way we could make that better too is I, I think next year I want to kind of brainstorm on how to, how to get those guys elevated because yes. they're down there in front and the crowd in the front can see them, but the people in the yeah. back can't. But yeah. I don't want to put them on the stage because all your equipment's up there and I don't want them stepping on stuff and spilling beer. So, you know, we got to figure out a way to, to uh, we, get them elevated up so everybody can see them, you know? No, yeah, we definitely need to do that. Because I, I was thinking about this too. And again, this stuff might not, we not, might not even put this in, but I was thinking about this too. I was thinking it might be really fun. Again, the reason why we're doing this so close to Patty's Day is because, A, we, want, we, lo- we always love having you on here. We, you know, we, we just love talking about the brewery and O'Bannon's. About, O'Bannon's has been such a, huge part of our you know of of blackguards growth and blah 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 um but the camaraderie and the the just just the overall fun the 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 i i i can't think of any other word for it i mean it's just people are in such a good mood i was thinking the same thing i was thinking if we had some way to do some kind of um you know, interaction thing because we have the we have the video footage. Uh, the, the the crowd, the war hymn, the 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 the, the singing back and forth, the mm-hmm. just the, the participation. And I just think that it, I, I was thinking if we could combine some way of a like you said, getting the Guinness relay teams, you know, insight uh, to do that. You know, we could do something temporary. You know, have something on the side temporary. You know, for yeah. them. Yeah. Um. And the other thing is too, uh, 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 but I, I would like to 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 do some kind of a, uh, 
and, and again, I have not thought of this. I've only thought of just about the participation, but something like a, 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 a lip sync kind of thing or a, it's just something to work <laughs> because people are, uh, Chad, you'll re remember this. One year we were coming back from a break and uh, Mike McAloon, our old drummer, uh, he's actually still pretty young, but he's an old, he's extra. He, uh, uh, he, he, had, he, he was playing his iPod. He was, he was kind of DJing as we were, you know, getting ready to go. Well, he put the final countdown by Europe on. And we started kind of pretending to play it, you know, like lip syncing to tape. You know, we were, the band was kind of playing it. And the crowd, it just kind of turned into this stadium feel <laughs> to where they were kind of playing like the audience of your, it was, it was fucking hysterical. That's awesome. <laughs> and I was getting goosebumps. And I, cause I was thinking about that too, because this isn't, and this is what I'm trying to explain to people when they say, well, you know, what you, you played a balance last year. I go, yeah, well, this is why. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's, it's light that fuse and it, man, it just, it, it just seems to just to, to, to be ignited the whole day or, you know, like just, it's, it doesn't stop. And, yeah. You know, we'll take a break. We'll go get something to eat. We'll come back. And it's like, they didn't move. They refilled their drinks. But they didn't move. They're they're still there, and so so that kind of stuff. But yeah, we, yeah, we need to do that. We need to we need to expand on that because I I just think it's a I really do I I, I can't get over how uh, you, you know the overall feel of this festival is. Yeah, yeah. No, that sounds great. That would be a lot of fun. Yeah. And Ellen Reeves, our our our, our friends from College Station, she had suggested. And again, I don't know what this would take, but we have all that room behind us in the tent. She had suggested doing some kind of uh, uh, projection, projection thing, you know, to, to, to where there'd be like, a, instead of behind it, it'll be a screen. That would be kind of cool to put, you know, to be able to oh, have. Because yeah. we have, we have kind of a very genius, Ellen. Actually, Chad, maybe if you would cut this out and you can make it my idea, I'd be really good. Uh, no, <laughs> uh, but having all that, that real estate behind us, you know, and... Um, we've we've been filming the shows because Heidi and Turbo uh, are really stepping into their own. I'm sure you didn't get a chance to hear what we were doing on uh, on Patty's Day because you didn't stop for a yeah. second. But our drummer and fiddle player are just setting shit on fire right now, and it's only getting better. It's only you know it, it, it's. We're excited. We're recording. We're, you know, we're writing. All of us are writing. We know we're going to be writing together and we are writing separately and on and on and on. But uh, now that Turbo and Heidi have seen O'Bannon's, it's kind of a, you know, it's, it's, you know, this is what we need to do and this is the direction and blah, 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 you know. Yeah. Yeah. I have a projector too if you want to use it. Yeah. I, I, I really think, I mean, think about, think about the kids being able to to watch the show but also see themselves on the you oh, know yeah. on, on the projection screen like you know what i mean behind us and because you know apparently that tagging shit is a big deal and you know the <laughs> that could be the answer too for the relay too you i get somebody to, to put a camera on this very people. good idea yeah, yeah. Like, actually there you go that could work yeah. Yeah. problem solved but yeah i i mean really we, we could we could do a lot of damage with that 
uh, with that thing. But I, I'm just, like I say, I'm giddy. And, uh, we, you know, we want to have you on here to, to talk about. So is, is there something at the top of your mind? Is there top, something at the forefront that you would change right this minute that you, you know, for next year? Or is there something that you want to? Uh, well, you know, on, on our end, uh, like what Steph and I have talked about, is just making – uh, building something for the entryway. The, there's, there's really three points of entry, but the main one that most yes. people come through, it's it's kind of a clusterfuck there, and it's it's people going in and out and in and out. And so we'd like to build something with like an archway that's like you know O'Bannon St. Patrick's Day just to make it more well known. Like, hey, this is the entrance. You know, uh, I like cool. that. You know that that's just kind of like something that we've we've started talking about this year. Um, when we were setting up, we were like, you know, we should do this next year. But outside of that, yeah, just the, the biggest thing on our mind every year is who, who's going to play. So, yeah. yeah, if you guys are already committed to coming next year, that's a that's great. That's a relief. <laughs> I mean, that's a, you know, weight yeah. off our shoulders. We, we can start to plan around that now, you know. Yeah, well, I, I was I was really thrilled to hear that the uh, that the ACDC cover band, uh, who are they? Hell's Bells. Uh, Hell's Bells, yeah. Hell's Bells. I I know they did a tremendous job, and because of a miscommunication, you know, that's how that one got, but that's how that one got away. But at the same time, I'm glad that they came out and did it and did did a great job, but without sounding, sounding, you know, mean or anything, but it's it's our fucking gig, so. (laughs) No, I I, I kid. It's just, but seriously, the, the, you know, we're... We just we just love it there, and we're just you know. And the other thing is too, you know. Here's the other thing: we, you've been, you've not only helped grow Blackguards, you know, it because we play there, God knows how many times a year, but we our our, our rapport with not just the Aggies, the the locals, you know. I mean, we we've got to meet some just fantastic people from around there, yeah. and you know, and and, and they kind of sit with us throughout the year. And we get to come back and do that, you know. I, I, I just, I, I, I think it's a match made in heaven. I really do. But um, I just wanted to a, you know, get get your take on the event itself. But all those ideas too. I'd love to, man. I, I'd love to come up and you know take you to take you to lunch, take you and Steph to lunch, or you know, I mean, uh, hell, all of us. I, uh, I'd love to come and brainstorm or some of this shit because it, it's to me, it's it's you know, I. I just talking to the people that travel, college stations mm-hmm. give me. I mean, you know, people in the vicinity are 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 there. You know, yeah. what what else are you going to do? You're going to go to that shot bar and listen to listen to rap. You know, I mean, it's just you know, you there's four people in there and three of them yeah. are employees. So uh, we have so much to offer, I, and I mean, you, you know, uh, O'Bannon has so much to offer. I would just love to kind of take a big swing at this. I was, you know talking to you after Patty's day as well about, you know, some fencing ideas and just on and on and on. But I just love to kind of streamline this shit to have it to where it's a, I, I just, I, I just want to make this as big as it possibly can be. Oh yeah, for sure. Yep. Yeah, I'm excited. I think uh, it always gets better. I mean, I, I think we've done the street festival now. This is our 13th year and, and pretty much every year, every year we get a little bit busier. You know, yeah. of course, there's a couple dips. It can dip a little bit depending on what day uh, yeah. of the week it is. But yeah. uh, 
being a Friday or Saturday obviously helps for a Sunday. Um, so I, I think it's only going to get get better. I think next year is going to be killer. You know, we, we've been doing it for so long, and we've only ever had one year where the weather was just horrible. I, I think y'all were playing that year. It was like 35 degrees. The wind was blowing. It was so cold. Yeah. Um, and every other year, it's just been really nice. So we were, you know, this year we were due for – you know, what happened that night before and all that. We were we were due for a bad weather day. So I think that's behind us now for I, I, probably, I just, but, probably another, you know, seven, eight, nine years. I, I, yeah. <laughs> well, for anybody listening as well, too. So it did get chilly uh, last, you know, uh, on, mm-hmm. on the night itself. And uh, uh, Chris had told us, you know, to announce that was very cool that you did the you did the hot chocolates and the, the, the Irish coffees behind the bar outside. And that was a, that was also a big hit too. So so just if you are considering twenty twenty four O'Bannon's uh, Paddy's Day celebration, just just know that rain or shine, trademark, um, you know, hot or cold, no matter what it is, we have you know it's literally covered. <laughs> Everything is you know it's uh, it's going to be you know. So now we get a set, we get another swing at breaking records and when i say breaking records i want to tell i want to i want to say that 2024 is going to just annihilate annihilate and no excuses so yeah. that's my that's my prediction for 24 i agree i think we can do it i do too yeah. I'm, I'm i'm more than more than excited about it so what you got chad i was gonna ask uh well what we got you here is there anything new going on at blackwater uh well just you know playing around with different beers and and uh Gearing up that usually things in you know in this town slow down over the summer, so we're just going to use that oh. to play around and start gearing up for the fall. Fall is our our busiest time of year because of uh, you know we got beer out at Renfest and and then of course we got football season here in in uh, in College Station and then uh, there's that Santa's Wonderland on Highway Six. So we, yes, we drew yeah. all the beer for them. Right, and they, they sell a lot a lot of beer. It's a it's a good thing for us. Right, that's a uh, it is our definitely our busiest time of year is is about August through January. So, is there anything uh, you, you're brewing during this period that you haven't done before? Is sort of an experiment. Uh, we just put out a cold IPA. We've never done a cold IPA. We've just got uh, we're playing around with different flavors. On we have a, a sour series called uh, No Way Goze. It's a goza. It's like a got sea salt in it. So we've done like a uh, a pomegranate one and a blackberry one and so we're doing different flavors of those and then we've got a, a, a cream ale that we've been playing with we did a peaches and cream and right now we got a strawberries and cream wow so right now we're just we're just playing around and, and really trying to keep up with hazy lady we we talked about that on the last podcast yeah mm-hmm. hazy lady is is uh is gone i mean as soon as we make it it's gone i get i'm like i we we carry it at O'Bannon's, obviously, and half the time I keep running out of it because it just it sells so fast, and the distributor runs out, and I'm trying to get over here to the brewery to get more kegs, and sometimes I'm lucky, but you know, like right now, it's uh, we did, it was in the fermenter, and we just kegged it yesterday. So Steph actually wow. kegged it yesterday. So uh, right after wow. the podcast today, I'm gonna go in the cooler and load up some kegs and take them over to O'Bannon's. Wow, that's beautiful. Crazy. Yeah, that beer's on That's fire. Beautiful. What about what, what what about nitro coffee? Have you ever met, you ever thought about that? 
We have a nitro Irish cream right now, uh, stout, and we have done nitro versions of our coffee porter. Yeah, yeah. our uh, our uh, uh, contract killer. We've done nitro versions of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, nitro coffee itself, no, we haven't. Yeah, there were, where where were we? Was there somebody who gave us a nitro cold brew somewhere that we played? Patrick was years ago. Yeah, I'm just remembering um, that. Yes, it looked I'm, like I'm, a Guinness. When yeah, they handed it to us. But I can't yeah. remember where that was. Yeah, we, we we need to we need to get you on that too. I, I just I actually <laughs> probably don't need to get you on that because I, I I'm now your neighbor. <laughs> I'm now closer to you than I've ever been, and uh, that might be that might be detrimental. Uh, but. Uh, but let, I mean, seriously, if, if if we can, if, if if you guys can give us a you know an hour or something, you you know you and Steph, um, we'll 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 take you out to lunch. I think we should just put pen to paper and, and have a, a you know t- take a swing at next year. Yeah, yeah, yeah let's do it. Yeah, let's do it, man. Listen, I, I thank you for your time. I I know that you're just up to your eyes, and we we're we're so grateful to to you and to Steph and to the whole crew. That was that was a. You know, our, our our gang left like like you know like like coke addicts. I mean, just <laughs> just just cannot wait to do that again. It was just it was phenomenal. Great, yeah. Well, I so, appreciate you guys. Appreciate you, man. Yeah, well, right. and, and, yeah. I, I will do this again oh, too. But you know, like I said, we just we love having you on. Thank you for the yeah, yeah no problem for that. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah, so we grabbed him when we could, and now we're going to do it again with the, you know. So there will be, uh, there will be, you know, plenty of of time to kill songs and whatnot next next week with the kids. Uh, we will be killing songs today. I, I never did look that up, Chad. I need you. Can, can you look up that? Oh no, you did. You did. You looked up that song. Uh, oh yeah. Let me. Uh, I, I've already forgotten the exact yeah, name. Yeah, I, I, I did too. And uh, yeah, I appreciate you you doing that because I <laughs> I have been googling about you. Yeah. Okay. I've been thinking about you. <laughs> uh, I never would have guessed this. Yeah, no, nobody would have guessed that. What we should do is say, "Hey, does anybody?" <laughs> yeah, okay. Just making sure it's right. <laughs> cl- 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 I'm not sure how to pronounce this. Class and Lunderbeat. It's London Lunderbeat. London Beat. Class meaning or K. L A A S and London beat. Yeah. So maybe it's London beat. Maybe it's just London beat. Oh, hello, uh, gangy. Control yourself. There's people watching. This is not the time to get sexy. Not barking at me now, are you? Mm-hmm. You beg. <laughs> anyway, we were saying, yes. So that was, that was the song that I'm going to kill. We were in a wonderful place called Kima, Texas, and that music is—is is it music though? Is it really music, or is that like some <laughs> alternate Chinese torture uh, yeah, device? I mean, it was just torture. <laughs> I mean, I've been thinking about you. I mean, it's just terrible, terrible. Stuff. And it repeats and it repeats and it repeats and it repeats, and it's uh, yeah, you know, like staying yes, alive. You can listen to over and over again because the you know the Gibb brothers were just getting down. But anyway, yeah, so. Right. 
that's a kill. That is a kill, boys and girls. That is an absolute kill. But you know what song? It kind of in in uh, in the well, it definitely falls in the disco thing. But one of my favorite bass lines in a disco song, which is difficult to do because there's so many good bass lines. Yeah, disco inferno. What a killer fucking bass line. So that's the killer. What the bass line is in that one? Huh? What is the baseline? I was just such a killer, just like you know, just like kind of that that you know that oh, just just slap and pop kind of. It's just it's got that killer, uh, uh, you know, um, uh, the Jungle Boogie as well, the one off the uh, Pulp Fiction soundtrack. Yeah. That's a killer baseline, but just so many so many great grooves and just just. Yeah, I'm not even crazy about the, the 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 vocals on Disco Inferno, but I just love the, I just love that that yeah. There's there's a June Narnia, probably one of the funkiest, smoothest, just killer bass players walking the planet right now. Um, yeah, I would just love to hear him do. He he does these great um, videos on YouTube and uh, worth every second of it to. Uh, to, to to go check some of those out, but I was thinking about that. Oh, man, thinking about you, thinking about you. Uh, uh, we we better just we better just set fire to the tape. This is awful. But I, I was thinking about how he would deliver that song, how he would play it, and he just so effortless and just such a such a pocket player, and uh, mm. just such a great. I, I like I'm, I'm not crazy. Like I said, I'm not crazy about the vocals, but I I, I just love the 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 structure of that song i think it's i think it's beautiful so that's a that was cool. a, that was a quick kill and a quick shine light on do, do do you have yours ready to go yeah um this is another another entry in my my uh crowded house harassment series oh um i'm i did i've killed two songs and resurrected two songs off the first record i'm going to skip over their second one I will, i'll get to that i'll get Wait to the second they record. had more than one song i wasn't paying attention yeah they did yeah their second, their second album, which is uh, Temple of Loman, I think, I still think is their masterpiece. I, I don't think they've done a better album than that. Uh, there is one song I could kill off it, but I'm not going to do that right now. I'm going to, I'm going to jump ahead to the third album, Woodface, which is a peculiar album in just that they were briefly experimenting with having uh, Neil Finn's brother Tim join the band. Uh, Tim Finn, who they were together in Split Ends before uh, Crowded House formed about ten years earlier. And uh, they, what, what, the way it happens, I understand Neil and Tim got together and they're going to do a Finn Brothers record, uh, which they did eventually get around to. But the, the, as they were working on it, somebody said, this feels like it's more like, like Crowded House. Why, why, why not just make this a Crowded House record? And they say, everybody said, yeah, let's get Tim in the band. So Tim joined the band and they recorded this album called Woodface. And then they went on tour. And a little ways into the tour, Tim changed his mind and just left in the middle of the tour. And Good I saw that in performance. Yeah, it was, you know, it was, it's a really, it is a good album, but you know, it wasn't his band. It was his brother's band. So by the time I saw, I saw them on that tour at the back alley, which is also where uh, Patrick and I saw Tim, Tim machine a couple, few nights before this, or it was, I think it was the same month or the same week or something uh, before we knew each other, we were both there to see Tim machine and crowded house played sometime around that same time. And it was actually a really, really freaking good show. Uh, they seemed as I know from our own experiences in bands where it feels like we've, we've cut ballast from the lineup and we're like, ah, you know, we're, we get able to do 
just do what we do and not have to worry about, you know, uh, un, you know, unnecessary baggage. We have to tote around with people who are difficult to work with or whatever the situation was. That's how it kind of felt. Not, and I'm not sure what the situation was between Tim and Neil, but, but, uh, they were really just, just totally throwing themselves into it. And then Neil, Nin, Neil, Neil grabbed the mic at one point and jumped out in the audience and he was like going around handing the mic to fans and stuff and just being like, he was like freaking Bruce, you know, like a miniature Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> He's short, <laughs> but it was a really good job. But anyway, so Woodface, it's a very long story. Woodface is, is, was their biggest hit album. I think at least in the UK, it was a huge, huge album. And they're all, all the songs are great, but there is one on here, actually a couple on here that I'm not that fond of. And it's actually, this is actually one of the bigger hits weather with you. Everywhere you go, always take oh. the weather with oh. you. I'm not fond of that song. Good. And, and it's, it, they're the really flowery lyrics on it. The lyrics are actually kind of interesting, but it, the, I played the song, I played this album for my dad and he kind of pointed out something that, and this is kind of why I'm sick of the song. It's like, he, he said, what do these lyrics mean? My, my dad asked me this when we were driving around listening to this record, but take the weather with you. What are they talking about? I said, I don't know. He said the songs mean the song means nothing. It was annoying him, and he just, he was only hearing it for the first time. So I, I'm I'm going to to divert your attention to another uh, song in this album called "All I Ask," which is one of the songs that Tim Finn, the aforementioned Tim Finn, sings. And it, but it's like it sounds more like a uh, something that 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 Nat King Cole might have sung. A very uh, lush uh, string arrangement on it, and um, you could almost imagine like somebody Frank Sinatra, definitely Nat King Cole singing it and it's it's just very sweeping and, and dramatic and it's it's uh just absolutely gorgeous and then again it is kind of a deep cut that you're not really going to know unless you hear the record and uh tune in next week when i'll harass crowded house at least once more <laughs> this I, is going to go on for a while i thought they had like three songs and i hated four of them but um <laughs> yeah so we had an interesting day today tuesday which is your sunday we had a celebration of life for our, our friend Davey Bryan at Molly's downtown. Eamon graciously sent his A-team down there to uh, to man the fort. And yep. uh, downtown has changed quite a lot, even in the few, you know, few years since we played, well, like downtown, yeah. downtown. For a mid, mid, we showed up there around noon or whatever on, on a Sunday. And yeah, it was really kind of hard, hard to- Jumping. Kind of hard to find a parking spot, which I wasn't expecting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And also, we need to uh, do something about our homeless uh, story for another day. But yeah, they Jesus, that place downtown Houston yep. is in it's in peril, boys and girls. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so we had uh, we had Davy's widow Carol and uh, Missy, uh, Davy's daughter, in for this and just reconnected with a bunch of people that we haven't connected with in some 20 something years uh yeah back from the richmond strip days and if you were around houston in the early to mid 90s the richmond strip was the place to be it was the only spot well, not the only spot but essentially the main spot for live music and you know, bars that you could essentially walk from, you know, to and from, you know, different locations and whatnot. It was uh, quite a time, quite a time. Uh, and uh, we, so we, we reconnected with a bunch of people today in Davy's honor and uh, uh, got to hear Chad sing, you know, singing uh, solo today, which is great. And 
Um, Keith Michaud, our, our friend from Florida that came in, Davey's, he's, he's, he's like a mini Davey. He, uh, he's the, uh, he's just a carbon. He, I mean, of course, he was a singer songwriter, you know, uh, way before he met Davey, but he and Davey became so close. I see Davey in his playing. I hear Davey in his singing. I just, yeah. just a, a beautiful day, absolutely beautiful day. And, and just to, to touch base like that. So very, very, uh, very heartwarming, very, very, uh, very and, and inspiring day too. We, uh, Chad and I spoke on my way back to the wilderness, uh, spoke about some, some ideas that we have going forward after that, that were spawned the, you know, uh, this very day. I, I talked my way into, uh, a, a gig as they call, the kids call it. <laughs> so the second song we learned was an, uh, an Irish guy named Ron Cavana who did this song and Davey loved it and he sang a harmony on it like I've never heard before. Just, mm. just, just like, like a bird. We don't give a damn for your order. We are future. Take it on to your friends. Oh yeah, these are the Irish. You know, I've said it. I've said it on here before. You know, if, if 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 you have if you have good if you're lucky enough to have good friends, people that you enjoy, uh, don't take them for granted. It's uh, you know that was one of the, one of the things I went to see Davy on his deathbed in Florida, and uh, he he was telling me not only with his words but with his eyes and his mannerisms. He don't wait, you know. Don't you yeah. know? You just you know tomorrow's not guaranteed. And uh, we 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 really do know the value of friendship. Um, you, you know, Chad and I more than anything, we've been through some major, major, major changes and ups and downs and whatnot. And uh, I still hate that motherfucker. But apart from that, yeah, yeah, it's okay, Chad. No, but um, it, it it's you know we really do we we do understand the 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 weight. We understand the. You know, like, you know, the aforementioned uh, June Narnia, you know, and Jay Holland and these people that we've come across in our life that have uh, just become just huge pieces of, of our, you know, our history. And, you know, what and, and Chad and I were talking about, you know, Chad, uh, uh, elaborate on this too, please. But we were talking about how our stage etiquette, our stage habits, uh, running cables, wrapping cables on and off the stage you know before and after you know all this stuff we although we have made our own we learned a ton of this stuff from davy bryan and yeah. you know it's it, it was it was uh just it was a very 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 um yeah, today was an emotional day we had a whole different show planned for today and because of this we 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 kind of beelined and you know yeah uh Something that Cindy Haywood said that made me realize what you just what you just elucidated about you know obviously he he uh, taught both of you I mean both both you and I he's taught us both uh, a lot about performing and uh, 
just being a professional musician, but I had forgotten about all the little stuff uh, because he is, as Patrick pointed out first, in this conversation we're having sitting at the table there at Molly's, Molly's pub downtown, that how meticulous Davey was with just little things too. Like he would get lost <laughs> as he's getting ready to leave somewhere. He would be arranging things and then he seemed to, right. I mean, kind of, kind of get just kind of lost in the details almost for a few seconds or a few minutes or whatever. But he, he was very much, very meticulous about the way he would load in and load out of the shows. And this was, he had a very, a very set way of doing things. And, uh, he, so it was like when I was, a, I was just sort of essentially apprenticing with him when I, when I did, uh, the acoustic shows with him that I, that I did, um, almost, almost 20, 20 years ago now. What was that? But what was the I, I always, what was the name of the duo? Uh, <laughs> it's the second time today he's put me on the spot under the covers. Yes. Live. And in Shall person. Forever in infamy. Yeah, Davey um, and Chad under the covers. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> anyway. So, so cool. but he, the, the, this is the Davey quote that I always, you know, this, this could have been the name of a book if Davey put out a, put out a, a series of books on, on, on performance and musicianship. He, he could have called one of them uh, first in, last out, which was his rule for where, what the, where the guitars go, the order, loading order for it. It doesn't matter what kind of gear you have or how much gear you have. If you're playing guitar or bass, you take those in first and then you take them out last, meaning you don't, you want to leave as many eyes on them as possible at every, at every moment. And we have almost always obeyed that rule in, in the 19 years that we've been doing this band. Almost without exception, that's true. You'll, you'll see that the, the instruments might be the last thing to leave the stage. It's not always. I mean, it's, there are some exceptions. It depends on you know, the complexities of the loadout or the load in, but line of sight. that is a very good line of sight. Yeah. That is a very good, good rule of thumb because you, you do not want to let those things out of your sight because they're very easy to pick up and run away with. Um, and they're also easily recognizable by thieves. It may look at some of the other, some of your other gear you have and go not know, even know what it is or what it's for, but yeah. everybody knows what a guitar is. <laughs> yeah. So you keep a close eye on that damn thing. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's, Everything, you know, I, I, I've, I, when I, when I thought about that, it just, it brought, brought me peace of mind and kind of made me tear up a little bit. I was like, God damn it. He's, he's with me like every, every step of the way, um, that we've been doing this and we'll always be. Yeah. So, and then hearing him and hearing him in the music today, hearing his, uh, hearing his, you know, the bootleg recordings and the, you know, the stories and the pictures and the, you know, just, you know, and, and, and the aforementioned that Cindy Haywood, she has been on our show before. She has actually written her own book, which is phenomenal. She's, she's done a lot of work on mental health and whatnot. She's a, she's quite, quite, quite incredible woman. Uh, very, very uh, full of art and music and intellect, a wonderful, wonderful friend. And, uh, yeah, a very interesting episode too. We 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 really should follow up on that. We've swore we would, but uh, life is getting in the way. Yes, that was that was tremendous. It was really 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 quite a, a and it was actually a shock too, um, because we played in Kima on Saturday all day all night, kids all night, and uh, we they, they had said um, Carol and Maggie and uh, Cindy, Missy. Ned, Nancy, Keith, Kerry, they'd all said that they were coming down to Kima to see the performance. Well, I t they told me that, but it was also the time that I was gifted the Davies 
one of Davy's strats, which still I can't even I can't even it's sitting beside my bed. It's on a guitar stand beside my bed. It's not leaving there. I mean, it's just it's a it's a anyway. anyway beside, apart from that, so the, the, on the night that I was given that guitar, said Davy wants you to have this. I was like, oh. they also said, oh yeah, we'll, we'll come see you and keep. Of course, I didn't hear any of that. So we're playing. And I see these people, and I'm going, that looks so fucking like, so freaked me the fuck out, too. We're, 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 uh, we played with uh, Jeff Duncan. That was a ball. That was an absolute blast. Yeah. Uh, just really was. It was a long day. Chad and I got down there at 11 a.m. To, to set the sound up for the whole day. We didn't leave till 11 p.m. We were in direct sunlight all day, which is just what Chad loves to do. It's his number one favorite thing ever to do. <laughs> besides uh but he did get the chance to smear mayonnaise all over himself so he was just uh he was, he was that yeah. he was that uh blt uh looking thing at the end of the day it was like god uh but yeah really fun day and then again very wonderful and shocking and uh nerve-wracking to see all that crew davy's crew essentially because mm-hmm. knowing that the next day Sunday, we were going to be at Molly's doing the celebration of life, knowing how heavy it was going to be, and the beautiful mm-hmm. words spoken about him, and the song, and the tears, and the pictures, and the memories, and just the full day of Davy, a day V, D A Y V. It was, uh, I'm still, I'm still kind of. I'm I'm still very very shaken by it because it was a it it, it is a life changing moment and you know of course you know our, our friendship with David is is it's in our blood it, you know our you know essentially a brother you know it, you know just just that the, the enormity of this day cannot be I, at least of course I can't you 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 probably could but I can't put it into words and I'm just so moved by by this by this day this uh. This is a tie dye rose. Um, that was a oh uh, cool yeah Missy. I, I actually have one of Davy's tie dye shirts, but I've I, I have it in a frame in my studio because it's it's uh it's never going to be you know it's it, it's going to be you know it's just I don't know it, it belongs in a frame and it's you know and and Davy's going to be with me when I when when we create our new music and whatnot. So big big day big day mm-hmm. and uh yeah so we like i said we, we're you know we're <laughs> we are going we're going to do a recap of the of the patty's day and uh love to do a, i'd love to to you know to uh, man i'd love to get keith me shot in here too and and, and do a, you know just kind of bounce stuff back and forth because you know davy spent a lot of time here and he had a lot of friends in this town and he left his mark on on houston and uh you know but that's that's yeah that's that's davy i was uh, i was really uh amazed to hear that uh keith sang uh, several songs and uh he got up a couple times to sing which i was very glad he did that because he, he came a long way and uh and i also hadn't heard him sing since last time we were in lake worth not last time but the you know 15 years ago uh when we we he invited us to crash his gig we just met him Patrick and I had just met him for the first time and he, and he invited us up in the middle of a show to, to, uh, to play a few songs, which we did. It was, uh, Patrick, myself and Chris Buckley. 
but uh, today uh, Keith started off with I didn't he didn't introduce it, so I didn't know what it was until later when I asked him. But I know he said it after he was finished. After he finished the song, he said what it was, and it was a song that Davey wrote that I had never heard before, and it was gorgeous. I'm trying to remember what it was called now. It was something about uh, the working, working man? Yeah, money in the cookie jar. Money in the cookie jar is that what it was? Yeah, there was no money in the cookie jar. I mean, I thought that was the 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 the. the I I didn't get the name of it either. I don't know. I don't believe he announced the name of it, but it was the, the, there's no money in the cookie jar. There's no. Uh, uh, oh yeah, jangle of the jeans. But it, it it had a very Bruce Springsteen. Uh, yes. You know, very 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 kind of that that um, that Rust Belt. Uh, it, it, to, to me, anyway, it sounded like that '70s kind of working man. So, oh, it was the working uh, the uh, what's a working man to do? I think that's right. That's right. There yeah. you go. I, I'm I'm pretty sure that's what it was. But the the, the chorus was, yeah. you know, the, it's, yeah, it's, it's one of several songs. I mean, I don't know if if Davey ever got to record that one. It's, it's like the other no, one. He doesn't. He, he did. That's what uh, Keith was saying that they don't have an uh, they don't have a real recording of it. But I think he's got enough to actually put something together where he could. Good. Uh, yeah. You know, but yes, yeah, so, so something needs to be done with some of these stuff. That's what we were talking about today on the way back, you know, on the way uh, on yeah. the drive home. I just, you know, I believe that we've uh, not only are, are, are you and I huge Davy fans, but it, 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 you know, I, I just believe that we could really, you know, put a little bit of put a little bit of our, you know, just put a little bit of our spin on some of his, you know, yeah. some of his some of his work. And it's 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 class. I mean, he's just a he's a you know just an incredible not not just an incredible person, but a, just a phenomenal player. So, mm-hmm. but yeah. yeah, I think we should uh, I think we should let let you enjoy our, our time with Chris Steele, and uh, yes, we'll uh, we'll revisit Patty's Day with the with the gang and show some clips. Yeah. And-, and this for those of y'all watching in the present ta- in the present time this Friday, we are back in Humble. At uh, or Kingwood, I should say, at yeah. uh, Molly's Kingwood. Yeah, this could be an earlier start too. It's it's probably, we're going to shoot for eight p.m. I would just say if you're going to attend this show, there's no cover charge. It is a private club, so you do have to sign in to get in, but there's no cover charge. And uh, thank you, Eamon, and thank you, Jeff. Uh, but I would get there early. I would get there seven thirty. Get yourself. They've got great sandwiches, great pub sandwiches. I, I I'll get the club. No pickles extra no pickles and ps fuck pickles uh, <laughs> uh um but yeah the, the club is out of this world with the hot with the jalapeno chips yes yes um god now i'm hungry fucking cut let's go eat but yeah i, I really want to title this episode fuck pickles now <laughs> or yeah that could that, actually we could start a new band and just call ourselves the fuck pickles the fuck pickles. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Uh, okay. But, uh, yeah, it, it's it, but I would get I definitely get there early because uh, it's a great it's a great room. It's a really fun room to play in. We're yeah, we're very very excited about coming back and uh, doing this. Just it, it, the great great crew. I, I just I get so excited to, to to go and see that gang because everybody everybody that works there, cook barback bartender, waitress, mm-hmm. every single person in there, whoever they have at the door, big smile. Everybody knows mm-hmm. what the fuck's going on. It's a just a, it's a great room and it's a great Irish. It, they, they just really appreciate the Irish rock in that room. Yeah. Oh, and speaking of Molly's too, we had a, uh, we were graced by the presence of cinnamon from uh, old city pub. 
She she was working yeah. the bar upstairs today. Well, she's worked there. She's worked. And with she, she took the job because she knew we were going to be there. So I was very touched to hear. Yeah. So and, and we had seen her in several just, years. Yeah, just like all the other Molly's employees, she does not stop. She's just mm-hmm. she's a whirlwind, and she she did the whole day on her own. Nobody wanted for anything, and she's just brilliant. We love her. Yep. Thank you, Cinnamon. Yeah. And thank you, Eamon. Yes. Once again. And Mike. Mike Daly. Yes. Always, everybody, everybody says Eamon because Eamon's the Eamon's the politician. He's always out at the clubs, and he's always, yes. Mike does as much work as Eamon. Mike's just not yeah. uh, in in front of the camera. We, we we shall say. Yeah. But yeah, we're incredibly grateful to, uh, for all of you, as always, especially our Patreon crew. Thank you very much. And uh, it was lovely yes. meeting a lot of you over Patty's week too, as well. We met a lot of our Patreon crew at the shows, and thank you. We we got some great shit coming up as usual. Yeah, please enjoy the enjoy our our uh, conversation with Chris Steele. And uh, if you ever find yourself even close to College Station, please stop by O'Bannon's, see what we're talking about. Better yet, go to both that and Blackwater Draw, and uh, yeah. just you know, Chad Chad will actually we should we really should get you Chad to give a tour of the of the beers in uh, Blackwater Draw because because he's a huge. Fan. I, I will not. Uh... I will not uh, offer much resistance to that idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I would recommend like go go during the afternoon and like spend the afternoon at the at the brewery and get some food and uh, get try all the beers and then go go to O'Bannon's uh, to close that out. You know, it's yeah. a great, just a great pub to to go to. It's, I mean, any time of the day, but that that's the order I would do it. Yeah, since O'Bannon's just think is open open later anyway. Yeah, but it's just that's a great place to wind up the night. Yeah. Any night. I know Larry's in the car right now. Wait, Larry. Wait, wait, wait. So. <laughs> All right. All right, y'all. We'll see you thanks. next week. Yeah, thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs>